the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The El Conservador Radio Show is sponsored by Border Hawk News on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Time for the El Conservador Radio Show with George Rodriguez. George is a constitutional conservative who loves to expose fake news and liberals. Be a part of the show. Call 210-308-8867. And now, El Conservador. George Rodriguez. Howdy, howdy, howdy once again, my friends. Welcome to the show, George Rodriguez, on this Saturday, September the 17th, 2022. Welcome to the show, my friends. And uh, we uh, are going to be chatting quite seriously about the delusional, the absolute delusional uh, comments that have been coming out of the White House, my friends. I mean, there's no other way to say it's It's like... It's like they are trying to spin reality so hard that uh, all they do is they meet themselves coming the other way. I mean, it, 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 I mean, there's no way to explain the the craziness, the craziness. Uh, I, I'm specifically referring, my friends. I'm specifically referring to two comments. First of all, uh, the uh, comment last Sunday, uh, the eleventh, uh, uh, by Kamala Harris. During an interview, the vice president, Kamala Harris, and, I, and I, I shudder using that phrase, vice president Kamala Harris. I mean, I just, I, I shudder. It, 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 it gets stuck on my tongue. At any rate, um, she uh, actually made the comment that, again, I mean, she's made it before, but she made the comment that the border is secure. Uh, even CNN has a hard time uh accepting that comment i mean it it, it is the uh it, it is the quintessential spin where uh it, it goes beyond spin it's delusional absolute delusional i mean she's either stupid or or she's just you know an uh, an unashamed liar so that's what she said and um uh, then right after that, the um, mayors, of course, of uh, New York and D.C. have already been screaming about uh, the number of illegal aliens arriving in their community, uh, a busload. Oh, heavens, you know, buses, busloads of them. Uh, you would think that there was a caravan of buses coming to them, but no, it's, you know, three or four buses at the most that arrive in their community. Um, maybe 100, maybe 200 illegal aliens have arrived in D.C., and uh, the, the mayor there is ready to scre- to uh, call out the National Guard. And, in fact, she is demanding the National Guard uh, because she says that they're being overwhelmed. The, the mayor of New York, of course, calls it inhumane and screams and yells that, uh, you know, it's not, uh, it's not right for them to, uh, for, for the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, to be bussing uh, illegal aliens to them. Uh, in the meantime, this past week, interestingly enough, uh, the governor of uh, Florida flew uh, several illegal aliens to um, Martha's Vineyard, where all the uh, elite Democrats uh, live. And what was interesting to me, what was very interesting to me, was the response by some of those folks that uh, the summer summer season was over and um, they really didn't need uh, the illegal aliens or they couldn't take care of them. Well, you know what? Uh, it, it sounded like they were saying that they didn't need uh, them to come in and cut the grass. <laughs> so anyway, uh, here's what we've got. We've got Brent Smith, the uh, Kenny County attorney. We've got Kelly Perry, uh, the state uh, Republican executive t- committee chair for District uh, tw- uh, 23, which is, uh, it, it runs the length of the entire uh of the entire, the length of the entire border. And uh, Mark Morgan, the former com- commissioner for uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection under Trump, and Kyle Sinclair, candidate for con- Congress in District 20 here in Texas. 
All four of them are going to be talking to us, my friends, specifically about this whole situation with these comments by the mayors, the hypocrisy, as well as the, uh, the delusional comment by Kamala Harris that the border is closed. So, my friends, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, call your friends. We're going to go to our first, uh, to our first guest, Mr. Brent Smith. Uh, if you recall, we've had uh, Brent on several times because he is, um, he is really the leader, in my opinion, of the effort to address the issue of local governments trying to do something about illegal immigration and the border crisis because the Biden administration has refused. And uh, I wanted to get him on because, uh, well, I'll ask him the question. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Brent. Thank you very much for taking time to be with us. No, it was my pleasure, George. Nice to hear you. First of all, um, what are your thoughts when you hear the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, state that um, we have a secure border? <laughs> you know, the, the, her statement is just a total lack. It shows a total lack of integrity on her part, trying to deceive the American people of what the actual truth is on the border. And I don't think people are buying it. And what's, what's, I think, hilarious in, in one way is that the illegal aliens who are actually transported and dropped off at her yard are the ones that said the border is open. We have, we have an illegal alien being more truthful to the American people than the vice president of the United States. That's what it comes down to. That, it, it is, uh, you know, when she said that, I, uh, I, I, I was, I mean, like most people, we were in, that, that know what's going on down here, uh, we were in shock. Now, this situation with... Um, uh, secondly, with all of the uh, mayors of these sanctuary communities, sanctuary cities like New York and and Los Angeles and and uh, Chicago, um, they are griping. They are really, really griping about the president. I mean, about the governor sending illegal aliens, busing them to uh, to their community. We have uh, the governor of uh, of of um, Florida flying people to uh, Martha's Vineyard. And uh, these folks are now screaming and yelling that um, it's not fair, it's not humanitarian. You know, uh, uh, first of all, how many illegal aliens crossed uh, into Kenny County this past week? <laughs> oh, I guarantee you well over a thousand. <laughs> I know. And, and these folks up there are screaming about uh, uh, a, 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 maybe a hundred uh, arriving on a bus. What are your thoughts when you hear them screaming about that? Well, my initial thought is, is do something about it. Come, you know, come keep them from coming across the border to begin with, which they won't. Um, they aren't going to raise a finger to stop it. They, they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth, and they're making themselves look like idiots, in my opinion. You know, you complain, you, you call yourself a sanctuary state or sanctuary city, but yet you complain and to everybody when you actually or trying to be a sanctuary. You can't have it both ways. And if they don't like it, then they need to change something about it because they're not going to be able to tell Texas what we can do and not do. It's our choice to send them there, and it's, it's the governor's choice to send them there. And so, they're going voluntarily. I, say, I mean, they're going they're going yeah. on their own free will. It's not like we're putting a gun to their head and making them go. Exactly. We, you know, we're basically shedding light on the crisis, and they don't like that. Um, so I think it's laughable that someone from up north is trying to tell Texas what to do and, and, and point the finger at us when they're one of the main reasons this crisis is there to begin with. Yeah. Uh, also, we have uh, a, the situation with um, uh, this continuing effort to declare a, a, uh, an invasion that uh, you've been spearheading. Um, are, how, how is that going? Because, I mean, counties, uh, I keep hearing from uh, folks across the state of how frustrated they are becoming, even many of them, even though many of them are, are not even close to the border. Right. Well, I think what it is, you know, we're I think now we're up to 30 counties across the state have, that have declared that there's an invasion occurring on the southern border. And what they're starting to realize is that, you know, and we've been saying this from the beginning, there's only two people in this nation that can fix this crisis. One is President Biden and the other one is Governor Abbott. And we all know President Biden is intentionally allowing this to occur. So we're left with one choice is Governor Abbott. And the only way he can have the authority to actually enforce the borders of Texas and stop this invasion, and it's not immigration we're talking about. It's an invasion trying to protect the sovereignty and, and, and the safety of Texans. And if, while by declaring an invasion, that constitutional authority that's reserved to the states, the self-defense, is invoked. 
and he didn't he didn't have the authority to do that so that's why it's critical that the governor actually do that and he's the only one in the state that can so that and i think counties you know once they're realizing this looking at the law they want the solution now they we can't sit on our hands and wait for the federal government to act because how many thousands will die until then two and a half years from now we can't afford to wait so the only solution in many people's eyes is the governor and so that's what you know many counties are doing right now is is declaring a resolution or declaring that the border is is under invasion and calling for the governor to do more it, it is uh it is really really a a sad situation when the federal government completely advocates advocates its uh, its its role to protect the people now let me ask you about also about the the situation with the um with the fentanyl problem uh, that we're seeing, uh, I mean, it's not only just the illegal aliens, but it's the drugs that are that are also uh, coming into the into the the nation. And even that, there's very little media attention, as well as uh, very little mention by the. In fact, I have yet to hear the 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 uh, president say anything about that. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like the stats that I see about each day. A hundred people die from drug overdoses. Um, that's a hundred Americans per day, and the stats also show that the vast majority of these drugs come through the open southern border. So basically, you're, you're you have a situation, a spigot of drugs coming into the nation, killing Americans every day, and all of that can be prevented. You know, every single death from fentanyl is a result of an open border. There's no other way around it to say it. If you had a secured border, the amount of fentanyl would be almost nothing. So Allowing having continuing to have an open border will continue to cause deaths. And so, what I'm saying to Democrat politicians is, how many deaths of Americans are you comfortable with? Because that's basically the policy that they're proposing is having America having dead Americans because of fentanyl is okay. That's that's what translates to George. Yep. Now on on CNN today, we had uh, one of the uh, mayors, uh, I believe from Martha's Vineyard, that uh, was talking about how inhumane. Uh, it was to bus uh, or fly illegal aliens to uh, these cities in, in the north. Um, speaking of inhumane, how many migrant deaths have you, have you had in your in your county from people dying out in the woods that are crossing illegally? Oh, dozens, dozens, and that's the ones we find. You know, we, we, there's so much ranch land in Kenny County that the bodies that we do find, which we actually call them Biden bodies at this point, because that's who they're attributable to. Um, the you know we've had dozens of them, and there's a lot more that we haven't found yet. And for someone to say you know busing or flying illegal immigrants across the U.S. is inhumane, <laughs> how do they get that? I mean, it, it, is me jumping on a bus and going somewhere inhumane? <laughs> I mean, you know, inhumane is allowing this to occur for having them to go through the cartels and dealing with rapes and rape trees and everything else in between. I mean, it, it's, it's, if it wasn't such a sad situation, it'd be funny if the mayors are making. The, the, the uh, you know, the situation then, um, what, uh, I, I mean, how far, how much more do you think, uh, how many more counties need to, to sign on in order to get this, uh, you know, to get the well, action. What do you think? I wish I knew that answer. Um, I do know that, you know, at the very beginning, we did another uh, state of disaster at the very beginning of this crisis prior to uh, the governor declaring a state of disaster. I think we got up to 34 counties before the governor acted to do that. But I think um, if I had to guess, a lot of the uh, hesitancy on the governor is probably the election coming up for some reason. Um, I would think it'd be, it, it would give him more votes by acting and trying to secure Texas, but I'm thinking he might wa- want to wait until after the election for some reason. That's what that's the rumors I'm hearing. Mm. But, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of one of those deals where how much time do you want to let to go by? Right. Um, you know, I, in fact, Governor Sam Houston actually – um, declared an invasion and wrote a letter to the Secretary of War Floyd in 1860. He was deploying rangers on the border to help with Indian and, and Mexican bandit depredations. So it wouldn't be the first time Texas has done this, but even in 1860, Sam Houston realized how how much danger Texans are being put in by not having a secure border, and we continue to have this problem today. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? Um, in, in, in conclusion, uh, tell the folks, I mean, uh, how many uh, the headaches that that uh, Kenny County residents face daily with the issue of illegal uh, immigration and this open border. 
Well, you know, the the community itself is just uh, is being devastated right now with with crime, with uh, you know people driving on the roadways and trying to outrun law enforcement smuggling. Um, even in Eagle Pass, there's a lot of businesses that they've changed their hours of operation where they they close prior to dark before it gets dark because they're worried about their employees walking the streets trying to get home with as many legal aliens wandering the streets. So businesses have actually adjusted their hours to close during daylight hours to make sure they can get home safely. That's incredible, un- unbelievable. So we're we're having to change the way we live in this country because of the open border policies. I mean, could you imagine like San Antonio now shutting down everything prior to getting dark because of the danger on the streets at night? Yep. That's what it looks like. That's sad. My friend, thank you very, very much for taking time to be with us. Folks, we've been speaking with our good friend, uh, Mr. Brent Smith, the attorney for Kenny County here on the border in Texas. Uh, keep up the good work, Brent. And, uh, we'll, we'll check in with you to see to get us an update of what is going on. Sounds good, George. You too. Thank you very much. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Hi, folks. This is George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Looking for information on immigration, borders, refugee resettlement, asylum claims, nationalism, and globalism? Go to BorderHawk.News. BorderHawk.News has up-to-date information on these topics and their impact locally, nationally, and internationally. BorderHawk.News has the news that's not covered by the other media or websites. Stay informed on one of the most important issues in this country, immigration. Go to BorderHawk.News. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador. And uh, we've got our very good friend, Miss uh, Kelly Perry, who is the um, Senate, the, the uh, Republican uh, Party official uh, for Kenny County uh, in uh, the district. I'm not sure. What is the district, uh, Kelly? Tell us it what is your district. Senate District 19. Senate District 19, which covers a good part of the, uh, of, of the border. In fact, it probably has more border, more Mexican border to it than any other district in the nation. Um, I wanted to get with Kelly and ask her about two things, because recently this week, first of all, we've had our, um, we've had our, the vice president, Kamala Harris, again, reiterate that the border is secure. She said that uh, to the news media, and not too many of them reacted to it. Uh, I want to ask Kelly about it. But then secondly, we've got uh, folks, uh, the mayors of Chicago, New York, and other places who are uh, suddenly screaming because illegal aliens are being bussed and arriving in their communities, and they're upset about it. Uh, In Washington, the mayor wants to, in Washington, D.C., the mayor wants to call out the National Guard. However, Kenny County, which is the home of uh, Kelly Perry, is uh, under siege in an invasion daily. So, uh, Kelly, welcome to the show. What is your reaction, first of all, to Kamala Harris saying that the border is secure? Good morning, George. Um, well, it's it's not even, when I think about it, I don't know what they're, they're watching. Are they watching something that somebody made up and showed to them? Because anybody in this area, you know, when people are out there exchanging memes, political memes, and they're funny, you know, we're getting text messages every day of thousands coming through individual ranches. You know, I have a, um, you know, a little video that somebody sent me of a ranch here in this county, and uh, it's a picture of 500 in one day. And the week before, uh, it's a picture of 1,900 coming through right by her front door in two days. So I'm not real sure what they're talking about when they say it's safe and secure. Because here in our county, we have had, you know, citizens shot at. We have bullets all the way down their car. You would think we're in a, a gang area, but we're not. And um, people... Uh, crimes are being committed around us 
all the time. I've had people beaten up. I've had all kinds of things happen for them to commit crimes. But, you know, when you look at the real definition of secure, it says something that is secure is protected so that nobody can get into it, steal it, or commit a crime involving it. And the numbers of... um, criminals that are now coming in because they know it's easy you know before they let a bunch of people get in first to make sure they didn't get stopped and nothing happened to them and now word is out you know using our cell phones that the coast is clear doesn't matter what you have done criminally you can just walk in to this country and anybody that pays attention to the crime numbers in the country know that um, it's not safe. They're coming from everywhere. You know, George, what breaks my heart when I see, and you know, 9-11 just came through, but people for many, many years have given their lives to protect our country. And many people have given their lives to make it a safe environment for our families and our children. They died for us to make it safe. And now... Our own government has, you know, just opened it up and criminals of all kinds are just pouring in our borders. And to me, uh, it's so disrespectful to all those that have died protecting us to just uh, look the other way. And I, I think, you know, they just think if they say the word enough that we're supposed to believe them. But yeah. when there's so me- much in the news. Yeah, uh-huh. let, let me ask you a, a, another question because I mean, uh, we recently were involved in a uh, in, in a uh, discussion using the word invasion. However, we've got the mayors of Chicago, the mayor of New York, the mayor of Washington D.C. Uh, getting a few busloads of illegal aliens to their sanctuary communities, and they're screaming and yelling that they're being invaded. Uh, your thoughts on that compared to what you face, you and, and, and the residents there in Kenny County face on a daily basis? It's easy to see that she has no concept of the numbers, like none. She's either not read them, she's not seen proof of it. Anybody can go on Border Patrol and, um, and see the numbers coming through there. They're all available. To think that somebody is uh, upset about 500 people you know, these Democrat border towns have been begging for over a year and a half for financial help from the government and the federal government, and they don't get any answers. They don't get any help from the federal government. They get nothing. And she's asking because she has 500. These uh, these border towns who, you know, run on a very minimal budget have had to spend you know, upwards of a million dollars trying to uh, take care of them, the the legals coming through. You know, they're starving, a lot of them, when they get here. Um, they've, they're sick. I don't know. Um, I wish that they would think when they get there with those buses that somebody might check them for diseases because, you know, they've just traveled all the way across the United States and not one person checked them for disease. Yep. Uh, let me ask you also this last question before we let you go. Um, the um, uh, the Biden administration announced on Tuesday that, uh, or on Monday, excuse me, that they announced on Monday that uh, they're going to let Lou, that they're going to give out uh, 1.5 million dollars uh, uh, to start with, and probably it'll go much higher. But they're going to let some mo- some money go to address, as they put it, the uh, needs of the migrants, the illegal aliens, uh, who are here, who are, who are needing housing and food uh, and medical attention. Uh, rather than using any money, why don't they use the money to just shut the border down? Exactly. I mean, exactly. I don't, I, I don't know why they are being taken care of better than Americans. 
uh, every uh, all the citizens. I mean, there are so many citizens who, you know, are bankrupt because their medical bills have, have become too high or veterans that are not getting the care that they need. Though there is a lot out there to take care of them, sometimes um, there are some mental issues that need to be addressed in order to keep them, you know, getting the care that they need. How, how can we give the people coming in illegally more care than our own citizens, the Americans, the people who have, you know, worked their life to pay into the system and, and there's nothing for them and everything for these other people. It, it really is. It, it's, it's absolutely uh, uh, ironic and insane. Um, before we let you go, any last comments and thoughts that you'd like to share with folks regarding, you know, anything that you'd like to tell the mayors of D.C., uh, New York, and, and Chicago, uh, as well as the Biden administration? Anything you'd like to tell them? I do. Why Why do they feel that um, they can just take the, the Constitution and toss it out the door? Seriously, why just ignore it and not... Um, abide by it how can we be a safe nation if we if we have no rules of which to do that good point very very good point kelly thank you very very much for taking some time to be with us uh, again thank you george thank you for just working constantly to get the word out we really appreciate it you got it Howdy, howdy, once again, my friends, George Rodriguez and Conservador talking to you from San Antonio, deep in the heart of South Texas, and we've got our good friend, Mr. Mark Morgan, former uh, Trump uh, uh, appointee in uh, Homeland Security and Border Patrol on the ICE, and uh, I wanted to get him on because uh, I'd like to hear his uh, his thoughts about um, Kamala Harris the vice president saying, first of all, that the border is secure this past Sunday. She made that, that comment. And then also uh, people arriving in uh, these uh, sanctuary liberal communities, including Martha's Vineyard now. So, uh, But uh, the, the local folks uh, seem to uh, want uh, illegal immigration everywhere except in their backyard. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Tell us your thoughts about Kamala's comment, particularly the many times that you've been down here in in South Texas recently, uh, when she said it was secure. Your thoughts? Yeah, Georgia, look, and I, you, you know, you and I talk a lot about it, and I know you as well. You know, we go down the southwest border. In fact, I was just uh, on the, the border, physical on the border, looking at the, uh, the wall and the areas where wall is stopped being built in Arizona. And, you know, when I saw that, you know, my, my, my first Response honestly was, you know, to kind of laugh, but I stopped because obviously the situation is so serious. And I, you know, I don't take pleasure in what I'm about to say. It's unfortunate. But our vice president of the United States, two things. One, she has no idea what she's talking about, especially when it comes to the catastrophic crisis of the border. And two, her statement that the borders are closed, it's just a flat-out lie. It's not even, George, it's not even a level of, a, you know, kind of what we've become accustomed to of spin and, and manipulation from D.C. It's just a blatant lie. And if I can, you and I talk about this. Just, just, I just want to give a couple of stats to your listeners to just show that it's not an opinion of mine. It's fact. First of all, in the first 19 months, because of this administration's open border policy, one million gotaways, one million aliens have illegally entered our country and invaded upper engine. Why? Because 80 to 95 percent of border patrol agents are pulled off the line, relegated to administrative duties, hospital watch, transportation, and processing because of the crushing invasion of illegal aliens coming in. And then let's not forget about the 107,000 drug overdoses, the leading cause of death between 18 to 45 year olds is fentanyl, and we know that 95 percent of fentanyl comes from our southwest border. We also know among the one million gotaways, that there are some very bad people. We know that there are murderers, rapists, pedophiles, and of course, an increased threat to our national security vulnerability. So the fact that this vice president, as well as the secretary, continues to lie to the American people is, is unconscionable. And George, that's why I now say that blood is on their hands, because it's well beyond their policies that are actually lying to the American people about it. You know, one of the interesting things that I see 
happening also are the number of Border Patrol agents that are risking their lives jumping into the river to save people who are who are drowning. I mean, that's yeah. uh, I mean, it, that is far beyond going their uh, uh, their job description. Yeah, George, look, I, that's why I love talking to you, because we don't talk about this enough. This is another aspect of the open border policies that that, that this administration will not talk about in the line of the American people. They talk about they develop a safe, orderly, and humane illegal immigration process. First of all, that's an oxymoron. It doesn't exist. When you involve the ruthless cartels and dangerous journey, there's no safe, orderly, humane thing about that. And right now, under this administration, they shattered yet another record. And what is that? The number of dead migrants that are piling up on our southwest border. CBP alone has recovered over a 1,000. Look, I just talked to a bunch of uh, sheriffs in the past couple of days. The, the local sheriffs on the border, they also recover countless bodies. There are some counties along the border that their morgues are filled. They're having to bring in uh, mobile morgues because their their facility can't accept any more deceased migrants. And we, don't, we haven't even mentioned about how many migrants die in the Daring Gap or in Mexico, not to mention the atrocities and sexual abuse and the trafficking. I mean, it's just outrageous to say that our borders are secure. I mean, right now, Americans and migrants are dying because the borders are not secure. I mean, when is enough is enough? And why is this a Republican or Democratic issue to secure our border and save lives? It makes no sense. Yep. And then, uh, and then we have uh, the car chases. Uh, again, yep. uh, there was a car chase all the way into Bear County, and we're about uh, 150 miles away from the border, but there was... Uh, a car chase into our county uh, the other day, and uh, so um, I mean, this is this is all uh, an impact of this open border that uh, creates lawlessness. It, it, it is. Look, and, and get, go back to rescues. I forgot to mention the first nineteen months, the border patrol has, has executed thirty thousand rescues. 30,000 rescues. There was just a video the other day where it literally showed what they do almost every day, George, as a Border Patrol agent. And the Rio Grande, the current was extremely fast, jumped in. I mean, I was going, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I was concerned for the border, tra- border Patrol agent and the migrants. I mean, this is absurd. And then let's shift to the to the vehicle chases. Again, I talked to sheriffs. Some of these sheriffs have had a 2,000, 3,000% increase in, in vehicle pursuit. You know what the cartels are doing? They're eliciting teenagers because they know that they're going to be on prosecution and you know what they tell them look if if, if somebody gets behind law enforcement just run just run because a lot of them are being told they can't pursue them uh, so it's it's that's what's happening on our southwest border right now and look again how how many of those vehicle pursuits end up in a crash a lot of them they've crashed they've killed american innocent american citizens on the road migrants that are shoved in the back of a tractor trailer or a pickup truck and crash have died i mean the list goes on and on it's 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 literally completely in complete chaos at our southwest border yet we have our secretary and the vice president now saying the borders are secure it's absurd it's ridiculous let me uh, let me ask you another question because um, the the uh, governor of Texas and now the governor of Florida as well have been uh, busing and uh, moving people from uh, the, the uh, encampments from the uh, detention centers here as they are released and sending them to uh, these sanctuary communities. Uh, the mayor, uh, uh, the governor of, uh, of Florida, Mr. DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, sent a uh, flight to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> uh, and uh, what are your thoughts I mean, about that? And these people are screaming and yelling because uh, they've got a few people arriving. Your thoughts? Exactly. So, so, so I remember, uh, and George, this is great. I, I remember when when Governor Abbott had said he was going to start doing this. Oh, you know, everybody was, oh, this is just, you know, elections a few months away. This is just a political stunt. It's not going to change anything. And look, there was a few of us, that, and I was one of them. I completely disagreed with those that those, ner- those negative uh, characteristics. I said, this is absolutely going to accomplish exactly what he wanted to. He, he knew that wasn't going to stop the flow. Um, only this administration can do that through change of policies. But what he did in his design was to continue to keep this in the top fold, to continue Continue to keep this in the narrative and the dialogue so we continue to talk about it, continue to educate the American people that every state is a border state, that what happens at the border makes it to every state. Drugs are pouring in, coming in to every state, killing their citizens in every state. Uh, criminal aliens are coming into every state, and that's the security vulnerability, of course, is the whole country. And that's exactly what's happened. 
I mean, we, we're, we're, we've been talking about this more than almost anything else, which is unfortunate, but at least we're still talking about it. And now Governor DeSantis, I tell you what, if, 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 uh, if next time I see him, I, I, I just want to give him, uh, you know, shake his hand because Martha's Vineyard, and, and look, the hypocrisy, Martha's Vineyard, I think part of the statement, George, was they said, well, you know what, it's, you know, summer's coming to a close and, and a lot of the summer help has left the island and, you know, <laughs> area. We really don't, we, we really don't have the resources. I mean, are, I mean, this is the height of a new, you know, world, new level of hypocrisy. You've got counties on our southwest border that you know very well. We don't need so the mo- we don't need 20- the uh, the help anymore. So don't send it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you've got some counties that their entire county has twenty five thousand people. I mean, every aspect, and they get thousands of illegal aliens every single day. I mean, every aspect of their their finances, their resources, their safety, and security is overwhelmed. And now you have areas like Martha's Vineyard, which probably per capita is probably the richest area, you know, uh, in, in the Western Hemisphere. And now they're complaining that they get a few hundred. And let's 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 not forget the migrants that are going to New York and D.C. and Chicago and Martha's Vineyard. They all wanted to go there. And what these mayors are lying about is that the Biden administration has been shipping them there for the last 19 months under the cover of darkness because they're sanctuary cities. And this is exactly where the illegal aliens want to go because these mayors, these cities protect them. That's right. Uh, we've been interviewing several of the um, uh, migrants that are here at uh, the Migrant Center here in San Antonio, and all of them. I mean, everybody that we talk is very, very willing to, or that wants to go to New York, is very willing to go to New York or Chicago yep. or D.C. Now, let me ask you another question, because um, you as a former uh, police officer uh, in local law enforcement, um, we are beginning to see the impact of petty theft of uh, of uh, vagrancy, of homelessness, all sorts of things, including a uh, a recent situation of a standoff uh, with uh, an individual who was armed and uh, believed to be uh, well, he is he he, he is an illegal alien. Uh, what um, I mean, the impact on on, lo- on on local law enforcement on on the quality of life that's going to be yeah. going to happen, is it not? Yeah, it is. And again, this is something we don't talk enough about. And this is why I keep saying there's this, we got to get better at our messaging because there's there's this fundamental misunderstanding, George, that somehow you can be for border security and for illegal immigration. You can't. It doesn't work that way. They're interconnected. This is about border security. But as you increase and allow and incentivize and reward illegal immigration, again, those resources are pulled off the line, opens our border, literally hands, hands large areas of our border, operates control over the cartels. Drugs are coming in, a uh, national security threat, and the criminal. Let, let me give you one quick stat in Texas that Texas keeps, and, and, but yet the, the, the state legislator in Texas don't talk about it enough. From 2011 to 2022, they have documented in Texas that 261,000 criminal illegal aliens committed 433,000 crimes, oh including, including 800 homicides, 800 kidnappings, and 5,000 sexual assaults in Texas alone. Oh, I mean, that's shocking. And, and and so I'll go back to the one million gotaways, right? Again, how, how many murderers, rapists, gang members, pedophiles are in that one million? Well, there's a ton. And they're making their way to every state in this country. And so now the standoff is another example, right? So, so here he is. Look, we can't prevent every crime. I mean, that should be our goal. But here's what I know we can. We can't prevent crimes being committed by illegal aliens if we secure the border. Look, this should be a basic premise for any civilized society, is that we should know who and what is coming in our borders and we should not allow bad people in but because of this administration's open border policies that's exactly what's happening every single day all day long mark thank you very very much for taking time to be with us as usual thanks george once again george rodriguez el conservador hi folks this is george rodriguez el conservador Looking for information on immigration, borders, refugee resettlement, asylum claims, nationalism, and globalism? Go to BorderHawk.News. BorderHawk.News has up-to-date information on these topics and their impact locally, nationally, and internationally. BorderHawk.News has the news that's not covered by the other media or websites. Stay informed on one of the most important issues in this country, immigration. Go to BorderHawk.News. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Once again, my friends, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you 
from San Antonio, deep in the heart of South Texas, and we've got uh, our good friend, Mr. Kyle Sinclair. He is candidate for the 20th district, the 20th congressional district here in Texas, which happens to be uh, the district where Congressman Joaquin uh, Castro, who is uh, probably uh, a male version of AOC, uh, where he uh, is the congressman, and um, we're really got high hopes for uh, Kyle Sinclair. Kyle, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Let me ask absolutely, you. George. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me on. It's uh, always great to be back to, with your audience. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let me let me ask you. First of all, uh, you are in a, a district that is very very much affected by the border situation and we had a situ we we had two incidents we've had two incidents very interesting uh this uh past week earlier in the week we had the vice president kamala harris actually say that the border is under control now to my knowledge i don't think she's been to the border or been down here uh not even into one of the friendly districts like uh, like like the 20th but uh she said that the that the uh, uh, border was secured and under control. The second thing that's been happening is uh, there's a lot of criticism from uh, some Democrat mayors in big cities like New York, Chicago, and uh, D.C. who are upset because um, the governor is uh, is sending them uh, illegal aliens up there, even though that they're, they're supposed to be a sanctuary community that welcomes all these folks. Talk to us first about, about Kamala's comment. Do you think the border yeah, is secure? Would, <laughs> you know, absolutely not. I think it, it is, to your point, it is laughable. I mean, it, it's, uh, it is very comical that you can say the border is secure when, one, you've never been to the border, and, two, you live deep into the heart of the United States and spend your time in Washington, D.C. with the elitist and of our country. So when you come down to the border, and even though San Antonio is not on the border, we're still an hour and a half, sometimes two hours away from the border. We are a major focal point for all the Rio Grande Valley comes through San Antonio. And and if you notice, George, and I know we've been on the show talking before, but the, the deadliest human smuggling instance in the United States history happened here in San Antonio. And and there are they have had sex trafficking hubs uh, broken up with illegal immigrants inside them. Um, they you know we have major issues. San Antonio itself is fighting uh, being a sanctuary city, and, and it, it is causing major disruptions among the city. I know we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, Kamala Harris's comment is a joke, and, it, and it's extremely uh, it's a shame and a slap on on the rest of the United States that is facing these issues of trying to control a massive surge and and an invasion into our country. And it's a, you're out of touch with reality um, with it. You know, on the same note, just last week, Congressman Castro had a town hall, and he mentioned, you know, we've had more, we have more Border Patrol agents than we've ever had in the history of this country. Until you talk to the chief of the Border Patrol agency, prior chief, excuse me, and eighty percent of those border patrol agents are not on the on the, um, the the border. They're actually inside the processing centers, cleaning up the days prior days' work. So, yeah, we might have agents, but they're sure as heck are not doing their job protecting our country with an open border policy from the Biden administration. And then you got people like Congressman Castro who wants amnesty for everybody who comes in this country. So it's a laughable, it's a joke, and it's a shame. And we need people in this country that take border security and immigration reform seriously. Well, then there's this situation where we've got, um, I mean, for all practical purposes, uh, San Antonio could be considered a sanctuary city because we we don't uh, ask the police, uh, do not ask for uh, for immigration status. And certainly there are all sorts of uh, benefits that are provided to the uh, to these illegal aliens here in our city. But when we have sent them to the big cities. Uh, who are always criticizing, uh, who were always criticizing Republicans for wanting a uh, secure border, they are now balking, like in New York, like in in Chicago and in D.C. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, again, I find this ironic that, uh, and, and again, I will always start off and share, and I support Governor Abbott, Lieutenant uh, Governor Patrick, and Attorney General Ken Paxson trying to do the job the President of the United States should be doing. Under our Constitution, Article 4, that is a federal responsibility to protect the sovereignty of the nation and the borders of this country, period, without fail. 
And unfortunately, because this administration wants open borders and co- continues to push for immigrants, legal immigrants, to break our federal laws, the governors are having to try to do their job. And so what's funny is about 4,000 or so have been bused to the three Chicago, Washington, D.C., and New York, and they're crying, asking for National Guard. You had the mayor in Chicago bus them to the suburbs because she doesn't want to deal with it. And they've gotten about 4,000. We deal with over 8,000 per day in the state of Texas per day and they cried over about four thousand over a few months period. So again, there's here's my here's my stance on it. I'm I support Governor Abbott bussing illegal immigrants who have broken our federal law, who are following the Biden administrations of this open board rhetoric, and they need to deal with it because you cannot turn off the T V. You've got to face it when the homeless population starts increasing in your cities, when your drug population starts increasing in your cities, and when you have a massive workforce or, or excuse me, a massive force of, of immigrants who do not and cannot work. They have no they have no benefits, they have no uh, license. They typically sometimes don't even have a skill set to even work. So again, the mayors in those cities are, are, are seeing what it's like to be a border city because under the Biden administration, every city in America is a border city and they don't like it. I, it's, you know, another thing that uh, seems to be continually happening is that we see these communities, these cities, like San Antonio including, that um, provide assistance to illegal immigration, which, in my opinion, all it does is encourage it and reward it. Uh, for example, there is a, uh, I, I saw a flyer that uh, there is a YMCA event being spa- sponsored uh, where um, they will provide guidance on housing to uh, illegal aliens. Yeah, and, and, and let me share with the community that are listening to this. What a sanctuary city looks like is exactly what's going on in San Antonio, and you alluded to it. So you have a mayor and a city council who are using FEMA funds, federal, COVID release fund, which is federal, city taxpayers, which is the city local, San Antonio Food Bank, NGOs are coming in. You have the San Antonio Fire Department involved in it and Metro Health. So all these, and now businesses are getting involved in it, using our tax dollars, both federal, city, and state level, to take care of illegal immigrants who are breaking our federal laws, providing them with free health care, free housing, free school supplies, free internet, up to a year, a free iPad. All this is free, 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 and somebody's paying for it, and it is we, the taxpayers. So at some point in this country, the American population and those who are tr- truly struggling, like citizens in San Antonio that could use an iPad and free internet uh, for their own children, are now be given to illegal immigrants who are not a citizen of our country and have broken our federal law. They are being rewarded. That signal is being sent. I have spent time at the border as well as you and the migrant center speaking to people from Venezuela. The number one thing they share with me is that in Venezuela, the message is that if you get to America, Biden will take care of you. That is a message thousands of miles away from America that is being shared with them. And that's why they are coming, period. There's no other reason. It's the American dream. But in that process, you're destroying America itself. And that dream will not be living any much longer if we continue this process. You got it. I mean, we've been uh, I've been interviewing uh illegal aliens at the migrant center and uh, they certainly are telling us that, that they would come they are coming because they've um, they've been invited to come I mean that's their words so uh, you know we've got uh, if you invite somebody to come in and steal your food, I mean who do you blame <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean really I, so uh, yeah I mean I, I, I agree I mean that, that's, that is the problem what's going on and, and, and I, don't, I don't fault sometimes the illegal immigrants, I mean of course they have problems going on Every country does, and, and if I was going to be handed free everything, free housing, free cell phone, free internet, free iPad, I might want to take that $1,000 venture. Now, the, the other piece we haven't talked about is the cartel that are involved in this process, which is a multi-billion dollar uh, facility. So our federal government is implicit in the cartel making billions of dollars off the backs of the taxpayers, which again is having national, state, and local issues. So. You know, this government and this administration is, is absolutely out of touch with reality and, and is hurting America country and will continue to do so until we have a change in administration. Let me ask you in conclusion, I, I don't hear very, very much on, the, on, on this whole issue of, uh, of border security or the fentanyl problem that we've got from uh, Joaquin Castro. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, he's kind of silent, and, and part of that story, I know you mentioned I'm running for U.S. Congress, and I'm that conservative voice, and I'm very active, I'm very vocal about saying this stuff is wrong, there's a different way of t- talking about that, and in that process of talking with constituents and, and local city leaders, and, and um, he's gone silent, and, and I think that's resonating with people, that he's not active, he's not participating, he's not helping, and if you're not doing all that, you're hurting the members and the constituents of District 20. So the reality, and here's the thing, I've challenged him to debate. He won't accept a debate. He's gone silent on many of the key issues or has gone crazy left where he wants them to be sanctuary. He wants them to come. And the reality is that people don't want that. They want a good community. They want low crime. They want a good economy. They want good jobs. They want the benefits coming to them and their family. And that's what they want. And uh, and he's gone silent on that. So, again, I'll issue a challenge and debate, Congressman Castro, to, to debate and to hear the people of District 20, to hear the conservative values um, and what that, and so the people love that, and they resonate with that. As I'm out in the, the constituents in the district for over a year, they, you know, people are listening to our message. We have the momentum on our side, and and I'm excited to to be a part of this and to, to be able to share this message with the people. You got it, buddy. Uh, any concluding thoughts before we let you go? Tell people how yeah. where they can find you and how they can uh, yeah. help you. Absolutely. Kyle Sinclair. My website is kylefor20.com. That's K-Y-L-E-F-O-R-2-0.com. I'm all over social media. Um, we share stuff daily on there. And I'm excited to be amongst the people. I think that's the biggest thing for me. I'm not a career politician. I'm an Army veteran and the CEO of a hospital with a family in San Antonio. I love this country. I love San Antonio. And I want to fight hard for the people of District 20 to bring conservative values back to this country and to turn a district that is purple into red. And I appreciate your time, George, and and God bless you guys, and and, uh, keep the fight up, sir. You got it, buddy. Thank you very, very much, folks. We've been speaking with our good friend, Mr. Kyle Kyle Sinclair, who is a candidate for uh, Congress in District 20 here in Texas. Once again, George Rodriguez, El Conservador, talking to you from San Antonio. Once again, my friends, thank you very much for joining us today. I hope that you've enjoyed the program. I hope that you will... uh, Continue to tune in and support us. I also hope very, very much that uh, you will uh, uh, look for a sponsor for us. We're looking for sponsors for next year's show. Uh, Anyone interested in supporting our program, please, please, please uh, contact the station and contact me. Uh, You can contact me through Facebook, through Twitter, through email, uh, through the station, either way you want to. Uh, But we are very, very much interested in finding sponsors for next year's uh, show. Uh, We want to continue uh, our conservative uh, commentaries, and we certainly want to continue talking to all of you. Folks, until next week, thank you very much. George Rodriguez, El Conservador. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.